Hi, this is David Klizik. I just want to offer a quick disclaimer because of the COVID-19 outbreak. I have been practicing uh, social distancing and with that, I've been recording the podcast over Skype. And at times it may seem like the volume goes in and out and I apologize for that. So... I hope you enjoy either way. Hello, and welcome back to the Lazy Day Podcast. I'm your host, David Kluzik, and I'd like to start off by saying to everyone, please stay inside, stay safe, and practice social distancing because of the whole COVID-19 scare that is going on right now. Uh, Please, everyone, stay safe, and definitely get better because we got stuff to do we got to go outside again and we gotta just continue on with our lives at this point and today i'm joined by a special guest kayla bulls hello and with all that and everything it's going to be a very interesting podcast because kayla you and i met in the spring of 2016 correct because of because of our acting two class yep the best the best class yeah um i know i've talked about nick on this show many times and everything um to kind of start off and everything what would you say would be your fondest memory of Nick and everything that has been taught to you by him. that's fair because like uh it all becomes like super interesting to uh remember nick because we're not at lmc anymore and it's just it's so interesting how some person a teacher if any like a teacher throughout everything can be one of the most important people that have been able to help you through everything 
never had a teacher that cared as much um, or that has taught me so much more than what the class is about, I feel like. Um, like, just how to be a better person, like, a more empathetic person. <coughs> like, one of the biggest things that I've learned from Nick, that, yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy the connections that you make with people. Like, like you said, I met you through our acting two class the first time I took it. Um, and, I mean, that's a friendship that lasted quite some time. And that, you know. Four years. Yeah, it so, definitely is. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad, like, all the people that have met there. Yeah, but, like, have you always wanted to do uh, theater because you are currently a theater major as well, correct? Or, did you, or have you uh, changed? Yeah, so I'm applying to double major. Currently, I'm a comms major, though. Um, communications major, uh, which is such, <coughs> like, you those are pretty similar like you take some of the same courses but it's a whole different world um yeah but yeah I've always wanted to do theater though um I started like when I was I want to say like six or seven I think Mm -hmm. um just doing like my church like the church like Christmas plays um and then got into like a local theater when my sister was doing cheer which then of course I do cheer after yeah <laughs> but yeah theater's always been like my constant yeah that's cool um I know how things go with uh, the whole church theater kind of stuff and everything cause I know for Christmas I was a shepherd for like three years in a row love that and like, I used to do, like, uh, the catechism classes and everything. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the catechism classes are part of, like, the Catholic religion. And it's like, oh, it's just, like, after school study hall and, like, Wednesdays and everything where you go and learn more and more about, um, like, God, Jesus, the disciples, all that kind of stuff and everything. And my uh, fourth grade one... We had to put on a play about the uh, the passion, oh. and myself and one other person were some of the uh, Roman guards that ended up crucifying Jesus. So I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> and one one of my one of my friends, I remember who this person is explicitly because. I had one class in elementary school with him, but also the thing that he led off with was, my name is Mark, and I know how to break dance, so I can school any of you suckers. That, that's how he introduced himself to the to a, a, a Bible class, essentially. A Bible study. I, what a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, he played Jesus, so it was cool. <laughs> Okay. That was so exciting. We had this like awful wooden 
Mm-hmm. It was so... It, it was awful. Like, definitely got way too many splinters. Um, definitely fell off way too many times. Um, but it was, like, on wheels, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I had, like, a big pillow that I had to stuff <laughs> underneath to make it look like I was pregnant. And, oh, my gosh, it was, like... It, it was a mess, but it was so fun. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Theater's the best. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, um, shoot, just like, um, outside of like LMC and everything, and outside of church, were you ever in any like, uh, plays or anything like that? Like the uh, local playhouse, or did you ever audition as a kid, or anything like that? So, I never auditioned um, for, like, local... Well, okay. I was in one production that... It was, like, a summer camp. So, like, everybody got a role, but you still had to, like, audition. Yeah. Um, But I did a production of Cactus Past, um, which is, like, basically bootleg Romeo and Juliet. Like, a country, like, a Western version of... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Um, and it was the it was about like the forbidden love of uh, my character Cassie Putnam uh, versus like I can't remember the the main male lead. Um, I think it was like John something. I don't know. Um, but I was like maybe twelve, and at that point. Uh, and that's like the the main like theater thing outside of mm-hmm. LMC that I that was like the first like official like local theater thing that I did. Okay. Oh, uh, I remember we um, my director because we were like forbidden lovers, right? But our characters are even like super young. Um, and I remember my director uh, wanted us to like basically wanted me to kiss his cheek like on stage or whatever like um to create like lipstick like mm-hmm. you know like the, the kiss marks and um i was like ew gross like <laughs> no i don't want to like i don't want like even and then the director was like well no like you don't like you don't have to do it um like we could have like someone else like you know kiss his cheek or whatever i don't think Oh, yeah, like, I still was, like, uh-uh, no, like, as a character, no, like, <laughs> was, my 12-year-old self was, Damn. yeah, a mess. <laughs> Talking about the cringe. Yeah, no, seriously, I was, like, <laughs> yeah, <coughs> I was, fun memories, though. Definitely sounds like it. Embarrass myself at summer camp. Check. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there are certain things that you don't know you have on your bucket list until you think about it later in the future. And you're just like, you know, I can actually mark that one down. That's actually a good story to have. One for me 
like talking about like theater um one thing for me was like when we got to help write a show that ended up being put up i think that was like a bucket list i didn't know i wanted to do at the time uh i'd want to take that bucket list item back If I could erase torn pages from the existence of okay, everything, I would I would erase everything. No, for sure. For sure that show. But, like, reality checks and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, regardless, I feel like the creative process is so... Regardless of, like, how crap the show is, like, that you... It, that comes out of it, like, whether it's amazing, whether it's, like, Right or terrible, it's yeah. still an experience. Like it's still a finished product that you have. Like <coughs> you still created something that wasn't there before, good or bad. Yeah. So regardless, still a bucket list, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Like I definitely say that Reality Check was better than Torn Pages because, because, just a video. Or just putting a cow on the stage and just watching it eat grass or something would be better than torn pages. But um, with reality check, it had its moments of just like straight up cringe worthy stuff, and it also had some stuff that kind of pushed the bar because it was supposed to be entirely PC. And then I'm gonna do a a shameless plug right now. Uh. And then, then after because this took place after uh, Laundry and Bourbon and Lone Star which I was in with Austin and Will and Austin later joined you guys and everything and he played a couple other characters but his biggest character was Jesus <laughs> that was such a great role see I feel like that was pushing the envelope a little bit and then of course when I when I showed up and the first thing that Nick asked during rehearsals for you guys and everything was who can do a Donald Trump impersonation? <laughs> everyone can everyone can recall that I never rose my hand. I kept quiet. I said, Nope, I'm not about to do this. He had um I forget who else he had uh try and audition for it and everything and Nick's too nice to say that it was bad yeah. but but I'm not too nice to say that and then he's like so anyone else cause I don't want to have to deal with this impersonation and I I know who but it's a person I don't speak of so I'm not going to say this person's name they audition they they were like, oh, David does one. And in my mind, I just say, motherfuck. Okay. And Nick is like, oh, can you do it? And I just think back to our acting one class. And I'm just like, Nick, I did this for you in acting one. And the fact that you don't remember because my role of Donald Trump sell selling his soul to the devil to win the 2016 election which I predicted in 2014, I might add, was a legendary performance. It was. It definitely was. 
But when when it's like, oh, David, you're gonna be Donald, you're gonna be Donald Trump, I immediately just was flabbergasted, and that's already a character that like he, he's legit just a character, and. No, definitely. And the thing that, like, bothered me the most was that you guys had established, like, oh, Reality Check is a PC play. We're doing this and everything. Like, we're not swearing or anything like that. And then then out comes me wearing a Donald Trump mask. And all anyone thinks to do in the audience, what they do is just, they just start laughing. Like, uncontrollably. Like it t- it takes away from what you guys were trying to say in the scene and everything because that part of the play it was about uh, race and immigration and all that kind of stuff. Then it's just like oh we'll have we'll have we'll have David come out as Do- as Trump and just be like we have to build the wall okay it's gonna be huge the Mexicans are gonna pay for it. Okay, it's gonna be huge, and just like and just say that kind of stuff and everything, and that's what everyone kind of left thinking about, from what I heard, honestly, because it's like everyone was just like Trump, Trump. Oh my God, Trump was so funny. Oh my God. Well, I think like the, the like it took that. it took away from the scene though. That's that's what I was saying. So it's like that's why I can't that's why I can't get on the back of saying like oh reality check is like so great because that made it in and it just seemed like such a uh, it seemed like such a I don't know if cop out is the right word or the right phrase for it well I think it had like good that specific scene that you're talking about had good intentions because I mean the purpose of it (coughs) was to like kind of point out the ridiculousness of it but in the same Like, they left thinking that the entire thing was a joke if they didn't leave during the airport scene beforehand. But we don't have to talk about that one. I remember just waiting in the ropes during that scene and everything, and I saw the people get up and leave. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, yikes. And didn't it happen multiple nights? Like, didn't it happen like two of the four nights? It did something like that, yeah. 
one of the nights it was just a few people the other night like the night after and everything it was like a whole group Yeah. Until they actually see it. And especially like a live portrayal of something that is so very real that has its very, you know, it has its like, it, it hits. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's something that, like, it's a, a sensitive topic for a lot of people because it's their lives. Like, it actually happens. So I think, like, you can't gauge how people are going to take it until you put it up on Oh, hot ones. Oh, hot ones. Okay. Um, so I was like, the show with hot questions and even hotter wings, hosted by Sean <laughs> Evans. Like a banana being stuck to a wall with duct tape. Exactly. Exactly. Normal person would see it as a banana stuck on a wall with duct tape. Another person would be like, that's a symbolism for life. (laughs) Yeah. And that's where everything gets me kind of frazzled. Because I don't know what to say at that point. That's why I just said frazzled. Yeah. He wanted everyone to come up with their own exactly. their own reasoning and what they believe it means and everything, like their own opinion and everything. Yeah, their own opinion, their own... Because he didn't want his own beliefs getting, like, tossed in with, like, someone else's and everything, because it's like, that's what starts, like, the whole chaos on the internet and everything. What, what Childish Gambino did with This Is America was, he started a conversation. Yes, people right. people argue because it's the internet, but for most of the like for most of it and everything, it just led into like these kind of like philosophical um, topics and everything. It was kind of cool.
our minds like I don't know how to describe this what is self posting like we're keeping our minds active and like I thought that was really I think it's really cool when an artist can do that and just unapologetically put something out there and be like is this up for you like I'm not getting my personal stuff I'm not I I'm, I don't want to basically like they don't want to put their foot in their mouth right I feel like it's a part of it yeah um, they don't want to say something that's going to lose fans lose viewers because that also you know is a thing but they're like here here's a conversation starter here's a prompt essentially see what you can find in it and see what your truth is and see what um Yeah, like, um, because you brought up Hot Ones and everything, um, an episode I definitely recommend is the Shia LaBeouf episode. Wait, Shia LaBeouf's Yes. Uh, he talked about art and everything on it and everything, because, like, like, one of the questions that Sean Evans brought up to him and everything was, like, about his clothes. And he's just like, oh, you have this, like, people would say you have this weird wardrobe and everything, but from the research I, I've done and everything like you say it's about like the colors and the shapes and Shia Buff was like yeah honestly cause like I can be like oh yo like that red triangle that's pretty dope right there I don't, yeah. mind, I don't mind like having that on a shirt or anything like that like he just he doesn't see things as like oh as opposed to like uh, most people and everything where it's like we have like graphic t-shirts or anything where it's like we have our own kind of like flair with what we wear. He has his own thing. Like he kind of just like makes his own path. And it's very cool. And it was very interesting to see like him ask like Shia LaBeouf about like a whole bunch of stuff and everything. Because shoot, that's someone that we honestly like grew up with kind of and everything because... Of him being on like Even Stevens on Disney Channel, and it's just like it's it, it was crazy. Childhood, like nostalgia, right there. But it's crazy because as you grow, like okay, as these celebrities grow up, right? Like we're watching them grow up. But I feel like at times we don't we have to like remember that we're growing up too. So like, which is the coolest thing is we're getting to see these celebrities. Um, grow to and see like okay as like our perspectives of them from when we were kids and especially when they were kids too like on Disney Channel um, mm-hmm. to now like being like growing together essentially obviously nowhere near in the same league yeah but um, <laughs> you know like we still get to see them in the spotlight which and see how they've changed <coughs> and be like their, how they voice their opinions and you know what they say about certain things and Shia LaBeouf is very unique in that sense <laughs> see like great. he he's a unique person and honestly I'd say that like I'd honestly say that Shia LaBeouf is damn near a genius cause like he's, yeah. do- he's done some things that haven't been so great for his personal life and everything like for his uh, personal image and all that kind of stuff but honestly it's never really stopped him I mean like he's the only guy to walk the red carpet wearing a bag on his head that said I'm not famous anymore 
which like iconic. Yeah. Like seriously. Love that. It's just like it's super cool and everything to be able to see like, oh, this person is just like they kinda just don't care about what Hollywood thinks about them anymore. kind of just like see someone like Shia LaBeouf be able to thrive and everything because like just I remember always saying this like there's always been this thing kind of like called the uh, Disney curse where it's like like er everyone that's been on the Disney channel well most people that have been on the Disney channel have like gone crazy at some point like like there, there there are people like Brenda Song um honestly Cole Sprouse um yeah, but like Dylan too <laughs> like Dylan he, he kind of quit acting though so yeah um Christy Carlson Romano what's she doing <laughs> she's honestly on YouTube oh is she yeah she has a cooking show where she interviews like people from like her uh from like her past and everything that she's either worked with or that she grew that she kind of grew up alongside on Disney Channel interesting yeah her like um definitely not a plug but definitely go wa watch uh Christy Carlson Romano's uh YouTube page cause like it's it's a cooking show and it, there are actually some like really good recipes on there I love how you said I mean, like, if Christy Carlson Romano listens to this, like, hey, I love Kim Possible. You were great as Ren Stevens. I'm about to watch Cadet Kelly maybe sometime this weekend. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, definitely you should be on this podcast, please. And let me be in a video with you, please. Like, that would make my dream come true. Yeah, definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> <coughs> but, like, uh, she's had, um, 
like she's had um god why am I blanking she she had the guy who voiced uh Ron Stoppable she had um she had uh her older brother um from Even Stevens the guy who played Donnie she's had him she's had him on the show she's had a, a whole bunch of people on the show and everything uh Oh, his name his name is uh, Will Friedel, and he I don't really know how to describe him. He looks like a uh, a generic guy with a uh, brown hair and yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one person that she keeps on getting uh, requests for though is Shia LaBeouf. And unfortunately, they haven't been able to like get in contact or anything like that. Like she's still like they they all text and everything according to all of the people that have like worked on Even Stevens and all that. So like that's really that's really cool. Like they all like they all keep in touch. Like that's really that's really cool and everything. And it's just like not be not being able to like get together and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't imagine any of those. Like, it, they just kind of have a natural like end to them. Like, yeah. Kind of, like when you're not around each other as much, you know. So the fact that you see Stevens cast still like keeps in touch from time to time. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh. It's all super interesting and everything, but, um, excuse me, uh, uh, back to you and everything, um, so you're currently going to, uh, Sacramento State and everything, and because of the, uh, COVID-19 outbreak and everything, all classes have been canceled and moved online. Yes. Uh, with that and everything, how's that been going for you, uh, kind of inspire you to, uh, go back to school as much or not really? Um, I have never been motivated on in online <coughs> classes. Like, I took one of Nick's online classes and I still was able to bug Nick in person over, um, I know what class it was, Eden, but, um, like, over the, the class, like, I was able to bug him in person and I still, like, hate it. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. not Yeah. Like, loved it. Like, I mean, like, maybe two sips, but like, oh, that's Peter's daughter. So, 
like a lot of teachers have been making the transition super easy and you know that um and I, I think about like the thing itself like you know when you have a good teacher that they're you know you have a good teacher when they're trying to be accommodating and yeah. trying to make things as smooth as possible so I feel like I've been very lucky in that way to have professors that have been super understanding have been super good about communicating so I feel like that's the only thing that's been getting me through the transition online. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able. To, I would. I wouldn't be able to do it at all. I definitely feel that. Um, I've never taken an online class before, so I have no prior experience with that. But if they're able to like be able to like keep your attention in the class and everything, and they're able to like at least give you a chance to make it possibly easier for you or whatever and they're doing that that's a win right oh for sure um well and it's also different the transition another thing that i've liked is the transition to zoom like at least you're able to somewhat see each other like live face to face i mean even though it's not you know like virtual <laughs> having to be virtual um but it's still being able to see your teacher's face, I feel like has been the most important thing. Um, and making it feel like a routine still, um, which I'm very much a person of, of a creature of habit and routine. So it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, and kind of speaking of Zoom and everything, um, at the beginning I said something about staying safe and making sure you have social distancing and everything I also neglected to mention that Kayla and I are not in the same room and not sitting across from each other as I usually do on the podcast we're doing this from our separate homes using Skype which is not a sponsor but Skype (laughs) definitely hit me up if you want a sponsor and um yeah it's just like uh definitely practicing social distancing here so stay it's safe. uh stay safe. <laughs> yeah definitely stay safe yeah um have you thought about your career after college and everything like what you want to do So I have no clue, but that's like, I, I don't know for sure, 
think, like, I, ideally, I would love to be, like, a theater teacher, mm-hmm. like Nick, or, like, a professor, um, you know, like, well, Nick is a professor, but, yeah. Um, yeah, or versus, like, a teacher, um, yeah, I think that would be the ultimate goal, maybe to get my teaching license in theater, um, I think because I had that inspiration from Nick, um, and really, really found my passion for theater there, um, I think that those are, like, that is teaching theater and marketing are the two things, those are the only two options that I've, like, thought of that I've been serious about. Okay. That's really cool, because, like, I know, <coughs> excuse me, uh, freaking allergies, um, I know that in the, like, in some past podcast episodes and everything, I've given, I've given, like, explicit detail of how I wanted to uh, get into a directing, um, acting, not so much anymore, but I do want to start, like, voice acting some more and everything. Um, history teacher is a backup and everything but more recently and everything I've been looking for like a career opportunities and everything and I found some stuff for like animation and all that kind of stuff and everything and I am interested in it thing is I would have to go like I already plan on going back to school either way but I'd have to go back to school and essentially add another major and get a bachelor a bachelor's for uh no for uh computer sciences so it's like it'll all go through there and everything and like that'll be interesting and I also found something for like a uh I think it was a project manager for like uh for like uh Disney and everything like for uh like going on like uh one of the uh the a like one of the ABC talk shows or something like that, and kind of kind of just going through that as like a, a production manager and everything. That's also be cool. And it's yeah. like, I don't really need any like uh, credentials for that or anything like that. I just need to have like social skills, uh, communication skills, be able to uh, be honest and direct, kind of kind of stuff like that and everything. Be confident, and I was like. Yeah, I can do that. Right. Yeah, it's all about finding opportunity. <coughs> I think that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool for you. So I was like, I'm trying to get my name out there somehow and everything. That way I can, because my ultimate goal is to start my own production company. Kind of like uh, Seth Rogen, Adam Sandler, those guys and everything where I can like make what I want when I want with my friends. Right. Like, that's the goal. That's the goal I'm trying to attain and everything. And if I can get to that goal, that's where I want to be. Yeah. No, for sure. I feel like that's... That's when you... I feel like when you're with your friends is when you create the most fun stuff that you'll ever create. It doesn't feel like work. I feel like every... Like, I think you were talking about Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen, that they're, they're known for working with the same people they're yeah. for working with their friends and um, you know people that they're close with and 
I feel like they say the same thing. Like, I feel like, and obviously, that them experiencing that for sure, like, firsthand, time and time and time again, just goes to show you, like, that that rings true. Like, that's some of the most honest and the most fun stuff I feel like you'll ever create, like, given the opportunity to do that. Yeah. But, um, we're going to go on a break in a couple minutes. But before that and everything, uh, because we're in self-isolation and quarantine and everything, um, have you come up with anything, like, creative or anything like that? Or have you just been, uh, like, taking care of the uh, dogs at your house and walking them and all that kind of stuff, as you told me earlier? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think they used to have one for uh, when I had a dog. I did buy Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've not played it because the way I see it, it is not my game. Uh, I bought it for Alex oh, uh-huh. because it was her birthday last week and everything. So I was like, oh, happy birthday. You can play Animal Crossing on my Switch. <laughs> because, so before, the, here, here's some context. Before the game came out, she kept on bothering me and bothering me. Just like, oh, David, you should get Animal Crossing. We can play together. And I kept on telling her, no. Why? <laughs> because I wanted to get her hopes down. <laughs> just, just to, like, shut it down. Like, no, don't expect it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I've done it to her. Like, I do it to her all the time. Then I surprise her with this stuff. And she's like... Like, she freaks out after. So basically, Alex just needs to expect the unexpected. 
yes and no. <laughs> like when I told like when I told her that I like I got her movies and I got her the game for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um I legit asked her about like two of the movies. And she's like, oh yeah, I wanted to see those in theater with you. And she's like, why? And I'm just like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> then like okay, three, then awesome. like three days, like three three days later, I show up at her house with four gifts wrapped up for her, mm-hmm. and I give them to her. She opens the first gift and she's like, she's like, ah, one of my favorite movies. Yes. She opens up the second gift. Oh yeah, that's cool. Nice. Then she opens up the final two gifts. It's the two movies that she wanted to see and everything. And, and she's just like, what? I think I saw her tweet about something. Um, like, to you, whatever. Uh, and she, I think, I don't know what, like. Oh, where she's talking about how she's running out of stuff to watch. And I told her to watch the movies I got her. Yeah, and she was like, no, I wanted to wait for you. That's the context of that tweet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, a, it's a whole wholesome thing and everything, but like a couple of days later, I tried going out to actually get her uh, a physical copy of Animal Crossing, but every store I went to was either closed or they just didn't have it. Yeah, but so, like tech companies are not hurting right now. Yeah, so I was just like, eh, screw it, I'll just buy it on the Switch. So I took a picture of it as it was downloading onto my Switch. And I sent it to her, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "I was like, hey, this is your final present. Happy birthday!" And she's like, "What?" And she kind of started yelling at me, but not really. What do you mean? Because she's like, "Ah, you kept on telling me no. You're not gonna get it for me. You're not gonna get it." And I was like, "Yeah, I wanted to get your hopes down. I got, I gotta have fun with this, also." But, uh, yeah, other than that and everything, I've just been... Because I did bring up the Nintendo Switch, uh, I'm not a sponsor, but Nintendo, please sponsor me, please. Like, I'm one of your biggest fans, yo. Pokemon, I'm down with it. Legend of Zelda, I'm down with it. Super Mario Brothers, I'm not down with it, but I can get down with it. I'm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trashing video games in general. See, I'm just oh, not a fan. I'm just not a fan of like side scroller games. Like mm-hmm. when Legend of Zelda evolved, I was like, "Yo, I can get down with this." Pokemon, like it was never like it kind of was a side scroller, but not really. But I, like you know me, I like there are three things I'm known for. One, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm like one of the biggest Pokemon fans that is out there. True. And three, I'll get back to. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> but, like, uh, I've been, but, like, I've been playing uh, Pokemon and everything. Um, I got a couple more games and everything, but the problem with that and everything is just, like, with certain games, after a while, I just get very good at them and there's not a challenge to me anymore and because of the so, like social distancing and self-isolation and everything I 
prefer to play board games. And a lot of the board games that I have are not family appropriate. And those are the games that I prefer to play. And it's just like, like in some of those games, like, like they're not like I'm not saying they're like R rated or anything like that, but it's like some of the games my family just doesn't like, and I'm just like, eh, guess I'll play this with my friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, uh, I wish I could play those games and everything, but it's like I just can't, like. Jackbox is always fun, but it can get tiresome and everything, especially when you're playing with like the same people over and over again. That's why I'm kind of glad to get back into Skype because it's like I can get the game and I can just try and get like maybe six people all together and we can try and play. And that would be cool to me, but it's like you can't play a board game from across like four different planes unless everyone has that one board game and people don't decide to try and cheat <laughs> like you know people always not always but yeah you have those people that do like to cheat and then it just it ruins it for mm-hmm. but uh, aside from like uh, playing the little bit of video games that I have and all that kind of stuff um, I have been writing some new scripts yeah, um, got some new interesting stuff that I wanted to be able to develop and everything. Um, been watching the hell out of Disney Plus. What um, do you think of Disney Plus? What? What do you think about like Disney Plus? Like, I feel like it has some solid shows on there, like some solid throwbacks. Shoot, you got to go back to my first podcast episode and listen to that. That's where I gave my my full recount of uh, Disney Plus. But no, I, I'm definitely a fan of it and everything. Um, right now, I'm kind of just laying low off of it because I've watched all the shows that like I'm trying to that I was trying to watch and everything. The last show I just finished and everything was uh, Even Stevens. Oh, okay. Speaking of Shadow Buffer. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because like I never watched it growing up, and it's kind of nice to be able to revisit and everything. And it's like. Of course, some things have changed and everything, but, like, it, it's a show that's still, like, it stands up for itself and everything. Like, it, like there are some cringeworthy moments, but it's not, like, something that you regret watching because there's one show that I went back to re-watch. re-watch. I watched one episode with Alex, and I quit the entire show, and that was The Sweet Life of Zach Cody. That show was just so cringeworthy and so bad. Looking back at it, and I'm just like, oh my god. It had so many good moments, too, though. But it was just, like, that first episode was just, it was too much. I was like, god. But, um, other than that and everything, I've been, uh, like, I just started watching, uh, throwback to Pokemon, of course. I started rewatching, like, Pokemon from like the beginning like starting off in the Kanto region and right now I'm in the the Johto series so the second region so right now I'm on season 3 but 
I still have a, a long, long way to go. Gotta watch them all. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, like, I've been... I think you were there for one of one of the days and everything. Like, uh, after we were done with, like, a rehearsal or a class or something like that, I just went on to uh, <clears throat> the uh, computer and just went on this uh, Pokemon battle, like, like, online modulator and everything, and I just started playing, and of course we had the projectors already projecting on, onto oh, the yeah. thing, so it's like people could see, like, the battle as well as happening and everything. And I still play that game, honestly. <laughs> see, I always forget, like, of course, when you, like, know that it's a game, I don't know why I always forget that it's, like, a whole show. Mm-hmm. Like, that it's... Yeah, um, I'm not sure how many episodes there are, but, um, they're about to start their, um, eighth, like, their eighth installment of it and everything because, uh, Sword and Shield in the Gower region is the eighth region that the character Ash Ketchum is going to visit. Honestly, that's that's just because like our attention spans were so much worse than they are now. So it's like it seemed it seemed like it lasted forever, but going back and everything, like I wish it finished even Stevens in like a week and a half because it, it was only three seasons, sixty five total episodes, and then a movie. That was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and honestly, yeah. Disney does such a good job of like playing out their shows and everything to where it's like, because there are a couple shows I'm still waiting for to come back on Disney Channel, and that's uh the new like the new version of Ducktales. I'm waiting for season three to come out because that's when they're gonna like they're gonna start having the uh, crossovers and everything, like they're bringing in uh, characters from uh. They're bringing in Chippendale, they're bringing in Goofy, they're bringing in Daisy, they're bringing in, um, 
uh, two of the uh, bears from the the Disney Channel show uh, Tailspin, which was the spinoff of uh, the ju- Jungle Book. They've already brought Darkwing Duck into the show. Like, it's all very interesting and everything. It's just like, I'm waiting for that show to come back. And uh, there was one show I got into on Disney Plus and everything just because I loved watching Phineas and Ferb. And that was the show uh, Milo Murphy's Law. It's made by the same people that made Phineas and Ferb and in which it takes place the same time as Phineas and Ferb just on the other side of the city. <laughs> Wait, the same city and everything? Yes. There's a crossover oh. episode where Phineas and Ferb show up. Oh my gosh. Wait, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's like, it's a show I really like and everything. It's supposed to get picked up on Disney Plus, hopefully. But Phineas and Ferb are all supposed to get a movie this summer. Are they really? Yeah, it's supposed to, like, it's supposed to, like, finish off the entire series and everything, like, it's like a Candace gets captured by aliens or something like that and gets taken to a distant planet and Phoenix and Ferb have to go save her. It's something like that. So the ultimate buzz, essentially. Kinda. Kinda. Because, like, <coughs> I mean, Candace obviously has to catch them. Or at least attempt to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, we're gonna go like we'll go on a break real quick and everything, and when we come back, we'll kind of get into uh some of the more fun stuff and start talking a bit more about Disney and all that kind of stuff and everything because there are some things I want to be able to talk about talk about and everything. So we'll get back with you guys after this short break. And we're back. So yeah, we decided to take a uh, about a twenty-minute break and everything, just because we were talking for a little over an hour. So that was kind of that was a well-deserved break. Got some water. That was about it. <laughs> But, um, because we are in quarantine right now, and it's not supposed to be lifted for another week or so, um, what would you say would be, like, five movies that would be good to watch? Okay. Um, and then if you're I'm trying to think of like a ser- like two serious like more like serious movies mm-hmm. uh, to like go with it <coughs> I'm like not a scary movie person like at all 
like scary movies just are like not my thing so I don't suggest <laughs> um, I mean shoot at the apartment I had on it you asked what Alex and I were watching we said it and then you said no then you like you walked away but it was kind of like you were running And it's like, I'm usually a pansy with scary movies also, but it's like, with scary movies now, they're all just like, they all try and go for jump scares, and nothing is truly scary anymore. You know what, that's fair, like the jump scares? I, yeah, I would, yeah. Pretty much every scary movie I've watched has probably too many. Um, like, the best scary movie that's come out, honestly, in the past decade, to me, was honestly a, a quiet place. Okay, you know what? Um, like it's not like it's not really classified as a scary movie. It's a suspense movie, but like it has horror attributes to it, and just like not being able to like speak or anything like that. Otherwise, you'll get these alien creatures that'll come after you if you're loud and everything. Maybe not along the same lines, but kind of within that same genre. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, wait, okay. Is A Quiet Place the... Um, the John Krasinski movie. It, but is it the one um, where they're like... Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm trying to think of like what the ending was. I think we're thinking of two different movies, to be honest. The um, Where she ends up in... Where like one of them... Um, And she has, and she has like a kid with her. Yes. Yeah, I believe, if memory serves, that should be a quiet place. Because they're searching for a new, because they're searching for a new refuge after spoiler alert, John Krasinski gives himself up to save his family. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but just watching the trailer of Sandra Bullock blindfolded trying to go down the rapids—that was bull. That that was BS. I'm not gonna watch that.
the, the kids were actually there. Like, of course they had, like, stinky things or whatever. But I think it was so cool that they, like, actually were blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they actually had to do that. So I think in that regard, like, from an actor's perspective, I'd be like, yeah, no, go watch the movie. Like, just from that that point of view. Like, that they were actually doing that. Like, as an actor, I think that's really they filmed like a lot of it and it like the kids actually they were actually blindfolded too mm-hmm. like it wasn't you know and they're <coughs> right there on set of course but um i would say yeah from that perspective that would be my fifth movie to, to recommend okay so you're you're saying um you're saying school of rock nacho libre liar liar get out and Bird Box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think final answer. <laughs> okay, that's a... That's a fair list. Yeah. Fair. I say if, I, like, if I have more time, I could probably think of better ones, but my brain is just... <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, um, okay, um, with me and everything, uh, for one, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, also a good one, yeah. Like, especially, like, with kind of, like, the crazy times that we're going through right now and everything, it's, it has some dramatic moments, but it's mainly a comedy, so it's, like, it fits so well. Um, yeah. Another one I have is called like it's this movie called Death to Smoochie. It's from two thousand two. It's a Danny DeVito movie, starring Robin Williams, Danny DeVito, and uh, Edward Norton. What a cast, honestly. And Robin Williams and Edward Norton are rival television show hosts. And the only reason they're rivals is because Robin Williams' character lost his show after he was caught uh, taking bribes to get kids on his show. Oh. So he lost his show to Edward Norton's character, who was picked by the network for his character, Smoochie the Rhino. Hence the name Death to Smoochie. And it, it's just one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And it's just such a good movie all throughout. So that's definitely worth a watch. Um, I don't believe it's available anywhere on... Um, like for... Uh, I know it's on a Amazon video and everything. But you'd have to buy it and all that kind of stuff. But I believe it's a good movie and everything. And I personally have it on my Amazon just for when I do want to like watch it and everything because Robin Williams is my favorite actor he's my idol he's the reason I got into uh, acting and tried getting into like comedy and everything he's abs oh my gosh he was phenomenal <clears throat> like, yeah um yeah. another movie to watch and everything I'd honestly probably say Frozen just because 
Frozen 1 or 2? Uh, the first one. Just because it involves with someone kind of like breaking out of their their quarantine room, their self-isolated place, <laughs> and kind of just breaking out and going out. See, honestly, I, I I disagree with I disagree with that. Some of the songs in Frozen, like like Let It Go, no one can top that one. Like that one's a great song. Um, first time in forever, that was great. Love is an open door. We can get rid of it. The troll song, you can get rid of it. In summer, throw it in the trash. Oh, that was so cute. Death to Olaf. But um, but with Frozen Two and everything, <coughs> you get a whole bunch of good songs and everything. You get Into the Unknown. You get Show Yourself. You get um, uh, what's it called? Um, um, God, I I have it on the tip of my tongue. Um, Lost in the Woods. You have um. The next right, uh, the next right thing, um, and you have uh, the the opening song of the movie. Um, God, what's it called? I I don't remember. It's like where the wind blow meets the sea. There's a river. Carefully watching over me. Oh, all is found. That's what it's called. Yeah, like I can't remember the name of it, but. But it's like those songs were so good and everything. It's just the story that was just. Throw it away. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like oh, oh, there's, 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 there's fire, there's water, there's wind, there's earth. What's going to be in the middle? I don't know. The only other magical person around. <laughs> so I guess it must be ice. <clears throat> um, so yeah. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, death by a uh, Death of Smoochie. Well, Death to Smoochie. Um, Frozen. Um, shoot. I'd probably say... Um, God, why am I blanking on this? <clears throat> Oh, either Avengers Endgame or Avengers Infinity War for number four. Oof. Either you can, Oof. either you can finish off on something that ends bleak, or you can finish off on something that ends better than the last one left off. Eh, it was alright. Yeah, um, like, there have only been like, there have only been like three movies I've actually cried at in my life. Um, Infinity War because 
That shit at the end was sad. Uh, I teared up at uh, Tony Stark's funeral. Spoiler alert in Endgame. And I teared up at the fifth movie I'm going to list. Which is Onward. Okay, that's su- that, okay, that was a cuter movie than what I thought it would be. Onward hit hard for me. To like, like I, I, I cried at Onward. And the reason the reason I say Onward and how you're able to watch it now and everything is because right now it is available on digital. This is not a plug whatsoever. I'm that passionate about this movie. It's available on digital. And because I follow Chris Pratt on pretty much every social media that I have, he stated that <clears throat> supposedly on December, on a April 3rd, Onward is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so I'm just waiting for that to go on to Disney Plus because that was such a good movie and it's very hard for a movie to like actually hit me where something is actually kind of triggered from like my past or whatever and it's like and I did I did sympathize and I was <clears throat> honestly like I saw myself as Chris Pratt's character during the explanation in the movie and I was like this was me right and it was just super like it was super sad yeah no for sure when you see yourself in a character it does hit that Mm -hmm. much harder for sure like you can relate I mean especially since I'm already like a nerdy ass person like his character was in the film so it's like, damn, this is me. <laughs> like, I am him. <laughs> he is me. I was yeah, just like, sure. I was just like, yikes. But yeah, uh, those are the five movies. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Death to Smoochie, Frozen, either Avengers, Infinity War, or Endgame, it does not matter. Then Onward. Are you talking about Keanu? Yes, Keanu. I cried during that movie. I cried during Keanu. Because the cat was just so cute. <laughs> and I wanted a kitten at the time. Like, this was before we had Milo. Jesus. And, um, yeah, I cried during Keanu. Because 
Especially since it's a, like it's a legit comedy movie. And I cried, like because the cat was cute, and it like made me laugh to the point of crying. Um, yeah. Like every now and then I'll get like, like if I'm watching like an old Disney movie or I'm watching like, like even if I'm watching like an old Pokemon movie or whatever, like just because I grew up watching that kind of stuff and everything. Like, you get, like, this, like, this kind of, like, nostalgia with it and everything. Like, I'm not sure if you've ever gotten it. And it's, like, for some reason, you just kind of, like, start, like, tearing up at random points. Yeah. It's, like, that happens to me all the time, like, when I'm watching, like, uh, like, when I'm watching, like, old Disney movies or even if I'm watching, like, just a random-ass Pokemon movie because I'm still that person. And it's just, like, it's, like, Man, I, I grew up watching this and everything. It's like, it's so weird seeing it now and everything. And it's like, and it kind of made me who I am today. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, I did tell you this outside of the podcast and everything, but I found a quiz. And this is not your ordinary ordinary kind of quiz this is a quiz brought to you by BuzzFeed not a sponsor to find out how basic a person is let's go (laughs) so yeah I'm just gonna um, just gonna give you some topics and everything and you're going to tell me if they would apply to you or not. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. You don't think you're basic? Honestly, I feel like, yeah, like I am, I feel like I am to a degree, but I feel like everybody is. So we'll see. We'll see how, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Do you love bagels? No, I'm not a breakfast person. In general. Okay. Do you wear makeup to the gym? No. Do you own a pair of Ugg boots? A knockoff pair. (laughs) If that counts. I'll count it. Um... Do you love the North Face brand? I could care less. Like, no, I guess. My dad does, but not me. You can't get enough of the different versions of the bar method? The bar method? Yeah. No. You own socks from your favorite workout place? You've had a yoga instructor change your life? Not change my life, but I have taken a yoga class that was... Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> but not life-changing. 
so I don't know how to take that. I don't know what you qualify that as, but I've taken a yoga class. Uh, do you love scented candles? Yes. <laughs> do you have an? In- uh, do you have an inspirational quotes Pinterest board? No. Um, do you have a wedding Pinterest board? I did. Like, it, it, it's it said you had or have, so I just yeah. asked if you have one. Then yes. Uh, do you follow astrology? So yes, you fo- you follow astrology. Ish, e- e- even just like, focusing on it, like I could care less about it. I don't need to know like what my zodiac says about myself. No, exactly. I don't know what it does. Is what I'm saying. I don't know what mine does. Is what I'm saying. Uh, do you I, do you have an astrological sign tattoo? No. Have you blamed bad things on Mercury being in retrograde? Have you done that? But have no idea what Mercury and retrograde means. I've never done that, so no. Do you love brunch? Brunch. Yes. Um, no. No. I'm I'm just a lunch person. Not no no breakfast. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you do go to brunch, do you have a brunch group? Um, no. It's, no. Uh, do you say Margs instead of margaritas? Only ironically. <laughs> yes. Do you abbreviate a lot of words? Do you abbreviate a lot of words? No. Do you own the Sex in the City box set? I do not. I've actually never seen Sex in the City. No. <laughs> Have you ever been to a spin class? Yes, once. Er, and yes. follow up follow up question for that. Do you have a spin? Do you have a favorite spin instructor? Instructor that everyone must try. No. Have you ever taken off your heels on the street after a long night of partying? After like senior, so yeah, I guess that counts. Have you ever drunkenly gotten into a heated discussion over something you have no idea about? Yes. I, <coughs> yes. Have you soberly gotten into a heated discussion on something you have no idea about? Probably. I would assume yes. Do you love vodka sodas because of the lack of calories? Do you enjoy Splenda? Uh, 
Yes. No. Do you love Diet Coke? No. You call Diet Coke DC? No. <laughs> Do you love Taylor Swift? Thank you for saying love. That that helped out with that answer. Do you identify with the song 22? <laughs> no, but actually, I'm disappointed in myself because this year I turned 22 in December, or I guess technically last year. Um, but I, the entire day, I didn't sing I'm feeling 22. I didn't sing 22. And I was disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like regardless if you like Um, do you love Katy Perry? I don't dislike her, but no, I'm not like a huge, huge fan. Are you pretty sure Miley Cyrus invented twerking? God, no. <laughs> Have you ever acted excited about skinny margs? No. Have you actually been excited about skinny margs? Have you been on a juice cleanse? I attempted a juice cleanse once and it literally lasted an hour. I drank the first juice and was like, nope, nope. So I'll count that one as a yes because it was attempted. (laughs) Now during during that hour, did you ever claim that you loved doing juice cleanses for social media? Have you ever cried, I need to detox? I'm trying to think if I have. Um, yeah, probably. Have you ever... (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever called yourself fat to bond with your friends? Have you ever bought something just because it was designer? No, I this girl can't. I'm a broke college student. I cannot afford designer, unfortunately. Yes. And this question I can already mark down as you have because you said it earlier. You've bought a fake designer something. No, I can't afford. No, I've never bought a fake designer anything. But fake designer. But you said. But you said you have knockoff Uggs. That, that's what that's what you yeah. called them. Um, have you gone to Coachella? No. Oh my god, and I'm so disappointed because I like got tickets. Like I know a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. Like, so my dad makes the wine that they sell, or he like at least for that year he made like the two years back. Um, he made the wine that they were selling at Coachella. Okay. 
Do you see people that wear Native American-inspired outfits at Coachella as offensive? That is so... low-key. I feel like it it depends on the specific outfit. Like, if it's inspired, it's hard to say. I don't know. I'm, yes, and, I feel like yes and no. Like, it depends on I need one definitive answer. It can't be a maybe. It's either a yes or a no. I'm going to go with yes, I feel like. Because more times than not, it's not... Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at yes. Yes, you see it as offensive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you subscribe to Goop? Gwyneth Paltrow's website. Gwyneth Paltrow's website. I didn't even know what that was, so... No. Do you have an opinion on Gwyneth? No. Like... No. <laughs> I know the answer to this one. Do you own a juicer? Okay, I think that this is where we're going to get you. Do you love Jennifer Lawrence? No. Do you think you're so weird? <laughs> no. I, like, okay, my friends and I used to, like, make fun. We had, like, this little phrase, like, okay, you know that phrase? Like, oh my god, I'm so quirky. Like, uh, but we used to, like, ironically say that. Like, we used to be like, oh my god, like, making fun of them. Sure, sure. So. Okay. Um, have you read Nicholas Sparks? No. What? <laughs> um, do you love The Notebook? I've actually never seen The Notebook. Okay. Uh, do you watch Love Actually every year during the winter? No. <laughs> I've never seen Love Actually either. Do you love getting drunk and watching Bridget, Do Bridget Jones' Diary? No. <laughs> Do you love white wine? Okay, so you love it. <laughs> Sweater weather is a term you use with gusto? No. Do you consider yourself a daddy's girl? No. <laughs> Do you love pumpkin spice? Um, have you bought a book because it was one of Oprah's picks? No, but I have a 
not because it's Oprah's Oprah, an Oprah pick or whatever. Um. Do you watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Neither. Do you know who Juan Pablo is? Juan Pablo? Like, I, I, I know the, like, but I, no, no. I don't. Do you love Rita Ora? No. Do you own Rainbow Sandals? Have you ever felt personally victimized by Justin Bieber, even though you've never met him? (laughs) I thought you were about to say by Regina George, and I was about to say yes. But, um... Funny enough, that's the next question. (laughs) Yes. Regina George. No. To Justin Bieber? You know who Regina George is, and love that reference. Do you have a tattoo on your lower back? Not on my lower back, but on my side. So no, I don't have a tramp stamp, but... <laughs> it didn't say that. It didn't say tramp stamp, so I... I, I just laughed and thought about it. <laughs> uh, do you have such a cute little tattoo behind your ear? No. Have you ever worn sunglasses on the back of your head? Have you ever said chicks before dicks and meant it? Only ironically. Only ever said that ironically. But I have used that. Funny thing is that's that's the second that's that's the follow up. You said chicks before dicks and secretly not meant it. Um, have your nails have, uh, have your nails had nail art on them? Yeah. When I used to get acrylics, there was one time where I got it. Uh, do you love a good accent nail? We love a good accent nail. Do you love Froyo? No. Do you say, I can't even, when maybe you can? I believe you. I believe you said I can't even, at least once in this podcast. If not, it's like every other time we've talked. <laughs> yeah, is that a part of me? Yes, hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you use the word literally, very liberally? Yep. And does it sound like literally? Does it sound but when, when you say it, does it sound like literally? Or does it sound like literally? Literally. Do you love Rachel Zoe and all her projects? Not I mean no, not at all. Have you said it's almost bikini season? 
Have you lost a single shoe at a party? No, actually. When you get drunk, do you find yourself saying, OMG, I love you? No, but my one of my best friends does. Like, one of my really good friends does. And it's, like, so, it's so funny. But... Do you never admit to farting? Oh no, I'll, like, I admit to it. <laughs> have you told, have you ever told people you never fart? No. Do you love Starbucks? No. No. Uh, when you would go to Starbucks, would you get the skinny version of Starbucks drinks? Oh, you heathen. Yeah. Like, I actually go, like, during the winter months, and I, like, don't really get much from there. And when I do go. Do you love wearing leggings? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's all I wear. <laughs> Have you ever been a sexy version of something for Halloween? Do you love keeping up with the Kardashians? Uh-uh. Do you actually keep up with them on Instagram, though? No. Do you have strong opinions over the Kim Ye Vogue cover? Not any opinions. <laughs> Do you own jean shorts? Let's yes. count it. Did you ever make your own jean shorts? Yes. Actually, I had like jeans that I cut into shorts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you wonder why I wasn't calling them jorts? Do you love the royal family? No. Do you follow what Kate Middleton wears? No. Did you wait obsessively for the royal wedding? No. Did you wait obsessively for the royal baby to be born? No shade to the royal family. But no. Oh, I just didn't care, so you're fine. Um, do you love talking about loving Chipotle? No. As a matter of fact, I was just, like, yeah. I was just at Chipotle, and I was like, mm, maybe it was just the location. Do you only get the burrito bowl at Chipotle? Yes. Do you call it Chipots? No. Who calls it that? I do. Do you want your pops right now? No, I just had it the other day. So the reason I call it chipots, well, I, I'll call it chipotle, just because yeah, I'll just, I'll just, yeah. just because I'll just call it exactly how it's spelled. Um, 
Have you called someone? Have you called someone a basic bitch? Yes. Are you now really concerned with being basic? Okay, well, you checked off 26 out of the 119 items on this list. You're not. Yes, I skipped past some that didn't apply after you after you gave like one answer. Okay. So you're not basic at all. You're not basic at all. You may like a few basic things because you're a human, but you are down and out basic. Nope. Unless, of course, you don't like any of the things because everyone likes them. Because that's pretty basic, too. <laughs> and that's just called being a hipster. <laughs> there's, there's truth in that. Yeah. Like, and that didn't show up. Yeah, and that one didn't show up. But, I mean, yeah, I worked there. So I kind of, I worked at Pink for a while, so. That would have had to be a yes. <laughs> I was, like, waiting for that question, and it didn't show up. Yeah, I think I just glanced over it and everything, and I saw leggings, so I was like, oh. It must be pink. <laughs> you know what? That's, yeah, that's, that's probably, yeah, probably some truth there. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I was hoping I would be basic. I don't feel like I'm too basic, but, I mean, of course. Like, I got everyone has a little bit of basic in them. Yeah. Everyone's a little basic. Yeah. Words to kind of live by. <laughs> it's okay to be a little basic. But not too basic. Yeah, just don't be a basic bitch. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Low key, I was scared. Low key, I was scared. Because there was like a little, a little bit of a period where I was answering yes to a lot of them. And I was like, oh, great. I mean, it's fine. I mean, you know, if you want, I do have another quiz for you. I mean, shoot, why not? If you have another quiz, I'll take it. So, going on Snapchat now and everything, they're all like, they're all those like, oh, send me an X if you have my back or whatever or send me B if you're if you're cool or something like that which like okay there was one of them that was like side note mm -hmm. 
there was one where it was like send me a B if you got my back and then it was like send an X if you got my back and I was like what's the difference yeah it was just like, weird Yeah, um, like, there were some, like, quizzes being made and all that kind of stuff, and I did make a, uh, a quiz, kind of, about myself, where it's, like, stuff I've either said in person, on this podcast, on Twitter, on Instagram, and it's, like, stuff I've, stuff I've been either very passionate about, or something I've just gone off and just said randomly <clears throat> but uh out of these five options which is my favorite color red blue green black or purple It's not even listed. <laughs> it's not even listed. It turned out to be like magenta or something like that. Well, you were kind of right with the primary color. It's blue. Okay. Oh, it's blue? Yeah. Okay. I'm a crip. I knew I was going to get that one wrong. <laughs> okay. Y'all feel great, Sarge. What, what have I never done? Broken a bone? Dropped my cell phone in the toilet? Stayed up for more than 24 hours? Or ate an entire pizza by myself. You definitely stayed up over twenty-four hours because we're theater people <laughs> and students. So, um, <coughs> I don't know. I feel like a whole pizza. Do you want me to do you want me to eliminate like do you want me to eliminate two answers? Sure. So you already know about the twenty four hours. It wasn't for like it was kind of for theater and everything, but it wasn't. It was the night before, um, Casey. Oh. I stayed up for I stayed up for a total of like forty something hours. That was not really a cause of it. It was more stress and that Fred Meyer water place. Screw that place. 
and uh, the whole pizza. Okay. Shoot, a large, a large of Domino's is like eight slices. I've never broken a bone. Really? Yeah, I've never broken a bone. I've sprained uh, joints. I've almost crushed fingers. I've jammed fingers. I've cut myself. N- not, not, not like, not like that. Not, not like that. But like, uh, like accidentally, like nicking myself or whatever. But I've never broken a bone, even even throughout all contact sports. I mean, shoot, I played a water polo, and I got a ball straight to the face. I didn't even break my nose. Nice. <laughs> well, okay, not nice. Yeah. Here should be an easy one for you. What do I fear most? Nothing. Fear itself. Spiders. Death or being alone? I'm doing awful on this and I'm going to continue to do awful. I'm going to go with fear itself. I'd like to think I'm so wise as to say that and everything, but no. <laughs> I, I can't do spiders. See, me either. Um, if I could wake up with completely different hair, dyed a permanent, like dyed permanently a different color, what would it be? Green. Black, blue, or red? Ooh, red. I think red. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. I'll, I'll just have you know, like, like I do, I do it so it's like only the top of my hair. So, like, this is, like, if I could choose how I want it and everything, I would just want it to be, like, the top of my hair. Just, like, right here and everything. Just have, like, the uh, the sides be completely natural. Blue? Or, yeah. You should have stuck with red. Uh, see? I've, I've, already do, I've already done blue, and it wasn't good. I see, I, like, what? That and see, like, honestly, I, I did have green on this list. But I wanted to give you a chance. <laughs> I, well, okay, because I remember your Joker. Yes. That you did. And that's why I was like, oh, green. Like, I'd definitely that's do it right. again. I would, but I haven't done red yet, and I want to do red. Fair enough. Fair enough. Switch it up a little. You've yeah. been there, so not with the green. Okay. <clears throat> All right. This one, it's going to seem like it's going to be a lot, but it should be super simple. Because I've said this a hundred times. Oh boy, now, wait, great, now if I get this wrong. <laughs> what is my favorite Harry Potter movie? Sorcerer's Stone? Chamber of Secrets? Prisoner of Azkaban? Goblet of Fire? The Order of the Phoenix? Half-Blood Prince? Deathly Hallows Part 1? Or Deathly Hallows Part 2? Genuinely, 
No. Okay, so you, you've already you've already disqualified one. I will disqualify three others for you. Mm-hmm. You can get rid of Chamber of Secrets, Half Blood Prince, yeah. and both Deathly Hallows movies. So it's either Sorcerer's Stone, Prisoner of Azkaban, or Goblet of Fire. I'll get rid of one more. It's between Gobble to Fire and Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, I was right. Yay. Um, it's a 50-50 shot at this point. I feel like Gobble to Fire? Prisoner of Azkaban. I was right. Like, oh my gosh. I was right. You just need to stop second guessing yourself. Oh. I, like, I know you said this. Like, I don't know how many times. I don't know why. <coughs> uh, I'm disappointed. Uh, what is my favorite throwback Disney show? Kim Possible, Recess, Even Stevens, or DuckTales? Now and back then, so it's like what I'd say my favorite Disney show would be. There is a very definitive answer, and I did say it earlier in this podcast. Even Stevens, yeah. Yes, even Stevens, because we were, we were talking about that for quite a while. But we also talk about several other shows. I'll give you another chance. Recess and DuckTales. Oh, DuckTales. I feel like is what you said earlier. No? 
I said it. Kim Possible. This one, um, I don't care if you have or haven't listened to any of the uh, earlier podcast episodes, but one episode I had the idea of coming up with a cast list for some Disney movies I'd want to direct a live action version of. I know you said, like... The question is, which would I want to direct most Treasure Planet Atlantis or The Black Cauldron Ooh, The Black Cauldron I feel like no that's another wrong answer <laughs> no I feel like it would be I'll give you I'll give you a quick hint. What are my majors? Atlantis. I feel like cuz okay, you have theater and um history are your two. So I feel like Atlantis has a little it has a lot of like adventure in it. But Yeah, it's Atlantis. <laughs> which, that has Keith in it, which Jada had wrote a script that has, like, all of, like, the non-mainstream. Priscilla did it. Oh, yeah, no, it was Priscilla, but Jada was in it. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was a fantastic show. That- yeah, like, if you want, I can even tell you the uh, the cast I have. Selected and everything. Oh, definitely. Because I have it. <laughs> okay, shoot. Tell me. Uh, playing Milo Thatch, I'd want Tom Holland. Ooh. For uh, Kita Zendaya. Of course. For uh, Rourke, the uh, missionary, Josh Brolin. Okay. For uh, Helga, the uh, the blonde assistant, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett, yep. For the uh, the doctor, Idris Elba. Hmm. For Audrey, I'd honestly go with uh, Priscilla, because <laughs> because of throwing back with the uh, um, the whole Disney uh, show that she made. I don't know. I don't have anyone else listed. <laughs> that, that's honestly a very honest answer. Um, for Vinny, the uh, the demolitions expert, I had two people selected. I had Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt, just so that they can improvise. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, for Mole, this was the first person I thought of immediately. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <No. clears throat> uh, for uh, 
the uh, the cook of the voyage. I selected John Favreau. Okay. For the uh, the king of Atlantis, Morgan Freeman. For the um, the woman Packard that uh, was like the uh, the secretary of like the voyage and everything, okay. Betty White. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Whitmore, the guy who uh, funded the entire voyage, uh-huh. Tom Hanks. Ooh, I would love to see that. Ooh, uh... So yeah, that would be it. That's a solid. Now back to the test. <laughs> Don't worry, there are only a couple more questions left. Good. What is my favorite music music genre? Country, rock, rap, jazz, or Disney? Try again. Try again. Country. But then I feel like... One more try. Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like, I'm a huge That's alternative right. fan. I'm a huge fan of Queen and all that kind of stuff and everything. So it's like... Yeah. I'm all for that. I listen to everything, like, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this, this, it, this could be a toss <laughs> So this next question is actually based on a tweet. Oh, okay. If I was a Disney character, who would I be? LeFou, Gaston's uh, sidekick, mm-hmm. Mr. Incredible, because I was told in high school that I looked exactly like him. And I saw it. Uh, Ron Stoppable or Louis Stevens? I feel like, oh my god, no, I remember this. Okay, I remember the tweet because of Alex's response. <coughs> yeah. You said Ron Stoppable, but then Alex was like, no, but you can't have a rat, like a naked mole rat or whatever. Like, I think I remember that. And I told her, and I told her not to worry about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. That. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that tweet. I don't know why I remember that tweet. <laughs> Out of all of these questions. <laughs> I mean, it was from like what three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe. And I don't, I don't post that much, so it's fair. Well, it was funny because I remembered Alex's response, and that's like the way that I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. 
And the final question. What color lightsaber would I choose? Green, blue, purple, orange, white, black, or red? Red, I feel like. Try again. It would be green. Yeah. My favorite yeah. Star Wars character is Luke Skywalker. And the green lightsaber was my favorite lightsaber that he had. Man. I just started getting into those. Like, movies. Like, I just started getting into, like, knowing more about Star Wars. And, like, that whole series. That whole universe. And it's a lot. <coughs> I mean, depending on where you start, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch the first three episodes. I, I'd say I'd say you can watch from Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith onward up until up until you get to the Last Jedi. You can watch three through seven, no problem whatsoever. You can you can go from three to Rogue One to New Hope to Empire to Return to uh, Force Awakens. That's it. That's it in my book. Fair enough. Mandalorian is a good series to watch with that as well. Baby Yoda is all I have to say. The child, excuse me, the child. Yeah, get it right. So uh, we're coming up on our time now and everything, and um, thank you for being on this podcast. Of course, thank you for having me. Like it's been interesting because of the uh, like not having you in front of me and everything. So it's like I have to uh, position the mic in certain ways and everything to be able to uh, make sure it gets your um, like your dialogue and all that kind of stuff. So that way we can actually be able to like try and hear it and all that but um quick quick shout out for you or anything like that um anything you want to give out or anything like that you want people to uh, follow you on social media or anything like that give it a shout out if not we can just go on Okay, and this has been the Lazy Day Podcast, and because you haven't been a listener, um, the way that I end the podcast and everything is with a uh, a Disney quote from like a mi- from like a movie or a song lyric or something like that. So, do you have one? Ooh, um, 
dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> what what a touching way to finish out this podcast being <laughs> during this uh COVID nineteen outbreak. You can dream to be outside and that's definitely a wish your heart would make. So yeah, uh, once again, thank you for being on the podcast. Everyone stay safe. Uh, Social distancing, self-isolation, however long we need to do it and everything, it's just for the safety of others and for yourself. So definitely uh, keep on going and try and find something to do to be productive for yourself. It doesn't have to be something that's always for like another person or whatever. Find what you want to do and try and do it even if you even if you have to like go outside for like a couple minutes or something like that just to enjoy yourself and kind of walk around and just enjoy the rest of your day just do it thank you for listening and i will see you on the next podcast thank you again kayla